step before everything that I did. Assess your financial situation, meaning what does your 401k look like? What does your, um, your income currently look like, your salary? Do you have a separate stream of income? And how much is that? If you were to live 100% on your savings, how long will that last you? And that plus your separate stream of income, how long will that take you, right? So that's called your runway. So assessing your financial situation, assessing my financial situation, what I should have done. So I always put that at the front, at the front of the story because we can't, we can't, we live in America, right? And so the best way to find your purpose is when you have money in your pocket, when you have a roof over your head, when you have food in your stomach, when your bills are paid, that's when you can really be flexible enough to find your purpose. So I can't advise someone responsibly to quit their job if they haven't assessed their, their financial situation. The next thing that I'm gonna ask someone to do is identify why do you actually wanna leave your job? We're talking about quiet quitting. We're talking about the great resignation. People are quitting their jobs because other people are quitting their jobs. But why are you leaving your role? So if we don't have a clear reason why, now we have to set up a, a plan to help you tap into that purpose. So I do a couple of exercises with my clients to help them reach out to people and say, hey, what am I really good at? What do you count on me for? What do you not count on me for? Because, hey, if you want to go start a business after leaving corporate America in, let's say, data analytics, and you know you hate data analytics, being an entrepreneur in data analytics is not going to be the sustainable route for you. So identifying where, where exactly do you want to go, right? The next step is starting a business. Before you leave your job, you can start a business. The best way to leave a job is when you already have income coming in. So the next step that we talk, talk through, because first we have to identify what you, where you currently make. If you don't have a side hustle, we have to figure out what, that, what that's going to be. Next, we have to identify why you want to leave. Are you running from something or are you running to something? Next, we have to figure out what exactly is your net, your income stream going to be. And let's build your, your company the right way. So we're not just building this like hobby. We're building something that's sustainable that allows you to get business credit, business funding, expand, scale to other, other cities. These are the things that we think about in the long run. Next is automation. So if I can get you to automate your business before you leave your job, that means you're already making $5,000 a month, $3,000 a month, whatever it is, consistently, that means whatever system or process we put in place while you were employed is going to be sustainable when you leave your job. I'm big on automation. So literally, that's the, that's the thing that allows me to stay in my business. That's the thing that allows me to be a podcaster. It's automation. So if you build up an automated system for you to actually run your business, now you have a cushion to leave corporate America. When you leave, you have your 40 hours back onto your calendar, and now you can ramp up the energy that you were putting in that side hustle to bring in even more income. So if you were doing, let's say, 5% of your time in your side business, you get it to be automated. Now you're making about $2,000 a week in your, in your side business. When you have 40 hours in your calendar, you don't even have to work a nine to five. You can work four hours a day and make twice as much money than you were doing before because now you're working the, your, your optimal time instead of like the night shift, okay? The last part, and I always suggest this, this last piece, which is sustainability. If we, if we broke it into five steps, it would be identifying every, all of your goals in your life. What are you doing in your, in your business? What are you doing in your, your physical your, um, your physical life, your spiritual life? How do we sustain this life that we have? Because now we're jumping out. We're launching your exit strategy. 
everything that we've talked about before, you're ready to take action. And now you have to have live a sustainable lifestyle outside of corporate America. That includes therapy. That includes us talking about your working out because we've been talking about it before, but you know, like it's, it's more of like, we got to focus as an entrepreneur, you got to focus on the whole engine, right? So we're talking about therapy. We're talking about working out. We're talking about your business goals. We're talking about how you're going to continue to ramp up, right? We're talking about your social media goals, all these things, because I want you to be prepared to leave your job. If, if, if building a, a small business is what you want to do, I want you to be prepared for the ups and downs, because that's one thing that nobody can take away from you. But if you've already prepared yourself to be, to be running a business, to know how income comes, income goes, have a coach to help you through those high and low times, then you'll be fine. As long as you got your why, you'll be fine weathering the storm. Yeah, that 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 is great. That that is wonderful. Um, I like the way you definitely broke it down. You know, first, you know, looking into finance. I feel like that's the biggest mistake a lot of people do as you can see in the past two years a lot of people quit their job because they thought entrepreneurship was a easy thing and wishful thing like they can just and, and so I'm glad that you definitely mentioned that and I want to ask a question because you mentioned something earlier about like five levels that you know the, the students that you um you mentored had to go through to either get the help from you um to make sense. Those are the five levels. The five levels, those five steps, those are the five levels that we have to get through. One thing that I want to add, though, in terms of the financial piece, your company is your first investor. So there are some, some, some benefits that you're currently not leveraging that you can leverage before you leave. So insurance is one of the benefits that most people are really, really afraid of losing. That most corporations, and I'm not talking about um, all companies, I'm saying most Fortune 500 corporations have a health plan, meaning if you go onto the website, you say, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I walk a couple miles, they'll give you like 50 bucks, you go get a physical, they'll give you 50 more bucks. Those programs are designed to allow you to say, hey, I'm getting paid for healthy behavior. If you know you want to leave, and they give, they give you 50 bucks a month simply by checking boxes and saying, I'm living a healthy life. You can literally save up enough money in your debit account to offset the, the expenses of your health, health insurance when you become an entrepreneur. So these are some things, let's, let's, because when you're an entrepreneur, your health care is a little bit more expensive, your deductible might be a little bit higher. Let's say it is, you now have this debit, debit card that you've been preparing for your exit that will take care of those deductibles, take care of the things that you actually have to take care of because you've already done it and it's tax-free. Like it's, it's, they're not gonna tax it. So you can take your whole budget, your whole bonus and put it into an account like that. So that's just one of those things that when we dig into your finances in step one, it's going to be about sustainability. I'm going to be telling, I'm going to be talking about your finances from a perspective of you want to leave your job. So here's how we look at your money. It's not going to be about like, okay, so, because it's different as a career coach. If you're thinking about helping someone quit a job and go into another job, that means they're going into another 401k. That means they're going into another system that has an HMO or a PPO. Like that's not the place we're trying to think about how do we build the mindset to work towards your goal, work towards your dream, which is a completely different mindset of like staying in your corporate job, living a, a purposeless life, tapping that mouse every day and collecting a check. 
No, you're 100% right. And you mentioned something earlier, you know, when you first started this journey, um, this three-year planning that you did some research on YouTube, you know, about seeing how people went about quitting. But oftentimes, you know, watching these videos, people don't necessarily go into the challenges that they face to actually now live this financial free life. Um, so what are some challenges you face going from corporate to becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah, the number one, the number one value that I think all entrepreneurs and all people should develop is consistency. Um, being an, uh, an, a corporate employee, you're used to money coming in on a regular basis. And when you leave and you have your 40 hours back on your calendar, you just kind of spend it however you want to. So if you don't take care of your time, I say control your time. If you don't own your time while you're in your nine to five, you're going to have a hard time being an entrepreneur. I had a hard time when I first became an entrepreneur managing my time. I didn't know the difference between revenue generating activity and just activity. So even though I saved up a lot of money, saved up about $10,000, that might not be a lot of money for a lot of people, but I saved up about $10,000. <clears> And that was supposed to take me through my bills through a couple of months. And I, I opened up a couple of Airbnbs, which I was bringing in more money. But there were days where I just didn't do anything. In the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, I woke up late. I wasn't doing the same things that got me to leave my job. I wasn't listening to Jim Rohn. I wasn't getting my mindset right. So I wasn't being consistent. And when you're not consistent, your income is not consistent. So what I did when I, when I was taking more classes, when I was in my nine to five to bring in money on the side, I wasn't doing that same behavior in the beginning. So I learned that if you stop working, then your money stops working for you. You literally have to go out there and keep your momentum. You eat what you kill. So that was one of the biggest hurdles. Like when I stopped being consistent, my money wasn't consistent. And that's the shortest way I can put that. Um, the last thing I'll say that is a challenge is overcoming who you are. Being in a system, working in corporate America, you have the luxury of, go, of going into a pre-made system that you is already set up for you. You go to work, you clock in at a certain time, your boss tells you when a deadline is due, your director tells your boss when the deadline is due, you have a nine to five, your, your uh, lunch breaks are at 12 o'clock, your, you know, your meetings are scheduled at a certain time. Think life is pretty set up for you. As an entrepreneur, so let me tell you why that's important for this next point. You don't have to deal with yourself. Like when you have problems, you can blame it on your boss. When something doesn't go right, when the company folds, if you get laid off, it's because the company didn't make any money. If, you know, something happens in the family, it's because you can blame all of these things because these variables are set up for your life to succeed. And if any of these variables fall apart, it's, it's their fault. Yeah. When you're an entrepreneur, it, if anything does not go right, it's your fault. That's the hardest thing, lesson that I've had to learn as an entrepreneur, which is it all turns back to me. And that's true when you're in corporate America, but people, it's easier to blame all these other variables. But when you're an entrepreneur, you're the CEO, you're the employee, you're the client sometimes, right? You are all of the things. So if something's not working, you're not working and you have to work on yourself. If you don't work on yourself, if you think you're gonna be an entrepreneur, if you think you can just keep the same schedule, you're gonna be sadly mistaken. So mental health is absolutely of the utmost importance. 
if you want to be an entrepreneur, I do push therapy. That's why I said that that's the, that's the last step in, in executing your exit strategy because you're leaving who you were and you're going into who you are. And therapy is not, a, is not just a pity party for us to go back into our childhood and just sit there. It's for us to know, why am I not showing up in my business every day? Why am I thinking that, why am I like sometimes working on, on my business and then sometimes not? You'll identify these patterns before you quit your job. And if you, if you find yourself giving yourself excuses for not showing up in your business, then that's the same attitude that you're going to bring into entrepreneurship, which is not conducive. I had to learn a lot about myself emotionally, spiritually, all of, mentally that were just keeping me stagnant. Self-doubt creeps in, insecurities creep in, the things that you don't have to worry about because life is going for you already. You now have to be the engine. And all parts of the engine have to be healthy. You don't have to think about those things when you're in, in your corporate. So those would be the two things. Your money, in order for your money to be consistent, you gotta be consistent. In order for the engine to run nicely and healthy, healthy, you have to be healthy.